Welcome to Two Bookish Besties. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Stephanie. And today, I think we're going to start off with a couple arc reads that we both were able to do over the past couple weeks. So both of mine were holiday-themed reads. Um, the first one I read was called You'll Know It When You See It, and it's by Carly Spade. It actually releases this month on the 30th, so you can go ahead and pre-order that. It's a really cute um, holiday-themed small town vibe read and funny enough it has some like norwegian viking (laughs) references in that which is quite comical for me because my first experience with that type of setting was a thousand boy kisses that we discussed in our first episode and it was not a fun time for me alex's favorite word is poppy men (laughs) i cringe Every time. And Stephanie will text me and say, Alex Men, and I just want to drop my car off the cliff. <laughs> Some PTSD. My Alex with Men. That. I'm not sure. Not because Stephanie calls me that, but it's just the whole Poppy Men thing. It just... If you haven't read that book, maybe read it, and then you might agree with me. You could also disagree. That's totally fine, too. And then my second book was... The One You Chose by Alenia March, and it actually released last November on the 22nd, so it's available already, so you can read that. But same kind of vibe, small town, romance, holiday type theme, and it also had some Viking and Norwegian references. So I think the universe is just trying to redeem my ne- negative experience at this point. But Maybe they're both trying of them, to tell you something. That I need to go to Norway and find a Viking. Yeah. Maybe your soul ma- soulmate is a Viking. It's possible. That would be some ultimate karma right there. <laughs> and he will call you Alex Men. He will not. <laughs> because as soon as he does, it's deuces. <laughs> um... The one you chose was a very short read. I'm not sure how many pages it was. I meant to look, but it only took me like an hour and a half to two hours to complete that. And it was, it was good. There were quite a few grammatical errors in that one. And that really bugs me personally. So if you can look past that, it, it is a good story and it's a quick read. So I know that we, uh, have already talked about this, but every time you call it the one we chose, I still keep thinking you're referencing something I chose. And I'm like, I didn't choose anything. Oh, yeah. So, and it kind of explains in the book where that name came from. It doesn't necessarily like go into full detail about it, but there is a part that mentions that phrase. And I was like, that's why the book is called this. What arc reads did you read? Um, I did two as well. One was Christmas themed and it was all I want for Christmas is her by Harper Cross. And I would probably rate it like a three out of five. Um, Mm. it's part of the betting on Christmas series that she's written. And, but this is a standalone. So I think each story in the series is standalone, but they're all like Christmas theme, obviously Uh betting on Christmas. There was not like a lot of backstory or depth. You kind of just come in and 
the main female character is a spy and she's supposed to be taking vacation time from her work but she's one of those people who is like married to her work and so she moves into a new apartment complex in New York City and meets her neighbor and things begin from there and it was cute and it was short it was like 150 pages I think is what I said and they like start hanging out and he I think one of the parts that well there were two parts that really bugged me one part was the way she referred to things during a spicy scene when she was like I'm going to sheath him and to the hilt (laughs) let's not talk about them like they're a sword please that is um it's a bit awkward yeah So they start hanging out and she goes, they go Christmas tree shopping because she's like obsessed with Christmas trees. And he has like this big dramatic reveal during it. But it's not something that's really, he's like, I've only ever told three people that in my life. And it isn't like something that's secret. So they hang out and there's uh some drama within the spy world and she keeps trying to do work when she's not supposed to and they fall in love and it feels rushed and at least at the end they move in together but it does say it's a year later and then they're hosting Mm. christmas but i'm like the skipping to the year before they skip to the year i'm like this seems kind of crazy tap the brakes yeah, the book released <laughs> on Halloween, so it's available now, and on Kindle, the it's three ninety nine, so mm-hmm. a fair price for a quick read. If you're trying to reach like a goal this year, maybe that book would be a good one to just breeze through. I'd say you're getting this, super close to your goal. I am on book a hundred as we speak. I am reading it. Let's go. So, I know. I'm so excited. It's Iron Flame. And I've been trying to avoid all the spoilers online and getting slightly frustrated with the book so far. So we'll see how I feel by the Uh, end of it. It's so hard in today's world to avoid spoilers, I feel like. Just because everything is so easily accessible on social media. So it's kind of like you have to like ban yourself for a moment. Yeah. Well, and anything I see about it, I, like, scroll past real quick because I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to see. And people are making reels and they're like, my theories on Iron Flame. And then it's all their theories on why what happened happened. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then everybody's like, when you get to the end of Iron Flame and you're like, WTF. And I'm like, (laughs) stop. I don't know what's happening yet. And I don't want to get to the end and be like. I don't want to be mad. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm going to be right. mad. And it's a fairly so. larger book too, isn't it? It's like 600 or 700 pages, 650, 700 something. I don't know the exact count. Yeah. I looked last night, but I forgot already. Did you, so. did you look at the end? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Okay, good. Real tempting. <laughs> I'm sure Not it is, yet. but you've waited so long for this book. So have and so that's why i'm trying not to and i just i don't want to get too attached to any of the characters because if everybody's saying it's disappointing at the end i'm feeling like maybe a lot of people get killed off so i'm like oh Uh, let's hope not i haven't started that series yet but i'm i'm rooting 
for it to be a pleasant ending for all. I recommend it. The second book that I read an arc read on is also a fantasy book, so kind of related to Iron Flame. It's the first book in a series, and it's called When the Gods Fall by S.E. Bouvier, is how I would say it. And the series follows two sisters who begin the story in the free folk, free lore land. And this is like, I don't want to say a kingdom because I don't think they're a kingdom, but a group of people who don't worship any gods. And their Mm -hmm. father passes and one of them becomes marked, which means gifted from a god. And each kingdom has different gods and you kind of learn like what the different kingdoms are and one kingdom is the reigning one and this is their preferred god and so it's a lot of uh world building in this story so it's not thrilling maybe until like 70 percent through and then you're like and here's the action Mm -hmm. so you're kind of building up a lot it's a definitely a marathon read versus like a quick speed read like all i want all I want for Christmas is her speed read. This, we're marathoning. It comes out November 23rd. And so I would say if this is like you like fantasy, you like um, battle scenes and maybe even the gladiator, I would, and you want to read this book, I would say, you know, skip ahead a few minutes so you don't get any spoilers. If you don't care about this book and you don't care about spoilers, just stay with us. <laughs> uh, they're not major they're not major spoilers like i'm not but one sister becomes marked which i talked about and they're traveling and they get like after their father dies they run away from their homeland they're traveling they get sold into slavery they escape with some help from a third party and Catel, which is the older sister gets stuck behind she gets sold into like a gladiator situation she has to use her powers, her gift to fight for entertainment. And that whole situation gets real messy. And the younger sister, Elena, is traveling with a male who is the one who helped them escape. And their ultimate goal is to find Cattell. They promised that they would come back and find her. And then they have someone who's tracking them. And I won't say much on the tracker. And there's like a whole rebellion going on against the reigning kingdom because the reigning kingdom has came and like destroyed the other kingdom lands and altars and temples. One sister ends up on each side pretty much. And so there's a lot of Oh, so do they become like enemies? Yeah, kind of. I mean, by the end of the book, you would say they're enemies. Interesting. There's obviously going to be a second one. It's a series, so who knows if that will change or not. And they both fall in love. And I would say both men are kind of like shifty. Like, can this end well for either one of you? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, so the fuckboy existed back then, too. Nice. (laughs) I think that there is some overlap. With, like, similar names and concepts to the Throne of Glass series. As far as, like, in the one unit wears these black rings. 
and some of them wear a necklace, and it's, uh, I'm going to assume, obsidian, which is similar to the Throne of Glass series. And then there's a lot of, like, name overlap that is just slightly different. So I'm interested in seeing how similar uh, this actually is to the Throne of Glass and how much it actually overlaps. Yes. And with the whole god, like, multiple god situation, that reminds me a lot of, like, Greek mythology. Yeah, I definitely think it's kind of like that and... The, they gain their more power the more they're worshipped they get more power and so the one kingdom is trying to say you can only worship this god so he's becoming like super powerful and then the other gods are becoming weaker mm -hmm. it's definitely interesting I like the concepts of it all so that'll we'll be available on Thanksgiving yes happy Thanksgiving you can read a book about yes. when the gods fall happy Thanksgiving to our listeners and happy birthday gobble, gobble. to our Alex. Happy, happy Thank birthday. You. Happy, happy birthday. So enough about the arc reads. What else have you read over the past couple weeks? So I read two additional books. One was So Flocked by Sarah Estep. And that was the second book in the Brunch Bros series um the first one being keyed up that i touched on a little bit in our first episode and it was a very spicy read there it's still like small town romance um the main characters in the second book it's the cousin of the female main character in keyed up and then the male is the best friend of the main character in Keyed Up. So you kind of meet them briefly in Keyed Up, but then now it's their story to tell. And then you also get insight on how the two main characters from Keyed Up, like how their relationship has progressed since then. And definitely a much spicier read than Keyed Up was, but it was nice. So if you're looking for small town romance heavy on the spice with some spice highly recommend it uh there's more than just some in there and it starts rather early on in their story so you don't have to wait you know Thank how God. you know some books it's, you're like 65 70 percent through it and then it's like you know finally something happens but that's available now Keyed Up and So Flocked are both available on Kindle Unlimited if you're subscribed to that. And then the other one that I read was The Perfect Wife by Blake Pierce. And it was a thriller. And I love thrillers, but I feel like this could have been done a lot better. Um, it was kind of a slow read for me. I gave it three out of five stars. And a lot of reviews online talked about how it reminded them of Silence of the Lambs. So it's the lotions <laughs> on the skin. Yeah. And I guess the really the only thing that I can figure that they would make that correlation to is there's like a private club and that's all I'm going to say. So that way I don't spoil anything. There's a private club in the perfect wife and it's like invite only you have to make really big monetary contributions to even be a member. 
but there's a lot of secretive things that go on in said club. So maybe that's where they were getting the vibe from. It was kind of out there, though. Parts of it was like, really? Speaking of clubs, I have to tell you a story at the end when we're done about my dad. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Stephanie's hot dad. (laughs) Shout out to Kent. And then I recently started Hate You Later by Sierra Bloom. And I can't really say much about it because I'm still within like the first couple of chapters. But it was one of those that I was able to get on Fill Your Kindle Day that I Which forgot still to tell know. Stephanie about. <laughs> I feel like that would have been so an important thing. It was one of those things that I just saw on TikTok and I was like, what's this about? So basically, essentially, it was books that typically aren't free were included in Kindle Unlimited and you were able to download them for free or for much less than what they usually cost. So this one happened to be a free one. So by the time we talk to you all again in the next couple of weeks, I will be able to give my full opinion on Hate You Later. So I know last episode I briefly talked about the love hypothesis, but I do not think I had finished it. And that's one by Allie Hazelwood. And Mm. I really enjoyed this book. I would give it a five out of five. I think I wouldn't rate any of her books below a four. I've loved them. I love this women in STEM um, idea. I think it's overlooked how hard it is to try to forge uh, our way into a man's world, especially with STEM and men have such a control over that area. Absolutely. And the main girl in the story is a student, a graduate student, and she's trying to get further research work. And there's a brief uh, sexual harassment moment from uh, someone else in the academia world. And I think that could have been, you know, played off as and swept under the rug as like he didn't mean mm. it that way boys will be boys you know all these things all these although these are grown men um and thankfully obviously hazelwood didn't play it that way and i appreciate that that she brings things like that to light that we experience and sometimes get brushed over mm-hmm. by others and especially when you tell these things to other men and they're like Oh, he didn't mean anything. That's just how he is. Or instead of standing up for us when that's what we truly need. Right. So it's a great read. I totally recommend it. All of her books are so good. And I just bought her book, Check and Mate, which is a young, her first young adult one, I think. And Mm -hmm. it released last week on the 7th and it's focused around chess so we'll see i haven't read it yet but it's on after iron flame i that's my next one i think i have heard really great things about the love hypothesis it was good i haven't read i haven't read any i don't think i've read any of her stuff oh they're all great (laughs) i've seen her you know yeah i've seen her you know a lot of accounts discussing her books so i think that says a lot for sure (laughs) 
There was one Goodread review, which makes me giggle because there's a couple of the girls who end up working at NASA in her stories. Mm -hmm. And one guy compares some of the ladies' bits to some pieces of Mars. And the review is like, if somebody compared my boobs to Mars... I would absolutely end it right there. And it just made me laugh because I was like, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't like that. But if you're into Mars, you might like that. I don't know. Right? I guess it depends <laughs> how much you like Mars. The other book that I read, I think I had started as well or was about to start The Long Game by Elena Armas. Uh, she's the same author who wrote Spanish Love Deception. I think I liked Spanish Love Deception a little more. Both books would probably be like a three and a half out of five. They're not, they're good, quick reads, light stories. They're just, they're not like, this is amazing. Not a so, lot of depth to them. Right. And you don't feel connected to the characters. You're like, this person is okay, but you're not like, rooting for the character you know mm -hmm. and so i get kind of like a ted lasso vibe from this one because the main male character is a soccer player and he's english and he's grumpy and so i'm like it's roy kent this is exactly yes. roy kent he meets adeline who was sent from miami to a small town in north carolina and there's even a small town Karen, which makes things more interesting. There's always the small town Karen, I feel like. So it's nice that she <laughs> included that. <laughs> I, I I like it too. It just made things like more humorous, I guess. There was a lot a lot of good like small minor characters in the story that I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And there's a f big family reveal somewhere in there too towards the end. And Adeline is the main female character, and she kind of gets, like, walked over by everyone. She wants everybody to be impressed by her and see that she's doing hard work and doing good things. And so she's kind of easily to, like, manipulate to do what needs to be done. There was definitely some cruddy people in her life that needed a lesson or two, and so it's good that she learned to stand up for herself. Mm -hmm. I do, however, feel like Armas um, mentioned the stomach flipping or my stomach rippled or something about the stomach way too much. Like, if your stomach is flipping and rippling this much, you might have diarrhea and you should probably go to the bathroom. Was it talking it about, not... um, like, a potential love interest? It was. And so it was probably talking about butterflies i have butterflies but yeah it just makes me think the verbiage yes word it differently say we can say butterflies i don't think it's kind of like the phrase when people like i always point out how many times authors write the phrase i was holding a breath i didn't even know i was holding i let out a breath i didn't even know i was holding and so now because that has been pointed out to me so much well via social media Every time I read a book, anytime I see that phrase, I'm like, oh, they did it. They did the thing. Making, like tally marks on a piece of paper. Yeah. How many books have I read and 
people will like highlight it and share it in some of the book groups I'm in and be like, here's the phrase. So I also read Queen of Shadows by Sarah J. Moss, which is the fourth Throne of Glass series book. And this one was a little slower compared to the other ones. I have to say, so it starts like the prequel to the series is Assassin's Blade. And that one was my least favorite. And this one would probably be second to that. The book is just a lot of planning. Like Aelin, I guess. A-E-L-I-N. Aelin. But she would always be like, I have a plan. And they'd be like, okay, well, what's the plan? And she's like, you'll figure that out in a couple days. And that's like the majority of the book is. I have a plan. Well, now you just have to wait and see what it is. And then they would do something small towards their goal of getting revenge. But it wasn't ever like the full dramatic thing until towards the end. And I do want to talk more, but I don't, this is once again, if you don't want spoilers and you want to read this book, breeze past this. Go forward a few minutes. I enjoy that the gang is back together, like the original main characters that kind of started the series. And so it's like Dorian, uh, Kale, and Aelin. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like, a couple more people that have came in in, like, later books that are in there. There's also Manon Blackbeak, and she was in the last book, too. And she is a witch, and she's part of the Blackbeak um, coven or tribe, whatever. And she's, like, the heir to it. So, like, her grandmother's the, like, leader, and then she's, like, right below her. Okay. And... It's very, um, like, if you do wrong, you get punished, like, physically punished in the witch witch kingdoms. And so she's kind of, like, learning what she does need to stand up for and what she, like, needs to stop allowing just because she doesn't want to be punished or whatever. She has a wyvern, and I like hers because it kind of reminds me of the dragon from... How to Train Your Dragon, the black one with the bright green eyes, and he's like oh, super yeah. friendly and like clumsy and stuff. Uh-huh. That's her wyvern. She's at Marath, which is like this place in the mountains, and it's kind of like hidden away. And there, um, like a lot of stuff, like weird stuff, is going on there. And they're like the leaders there are hiding a lot of stuff from the witches and the. Valg are there as well as other places throughout the kingdom and they're like demon princes and just demons that come in and take over like a parasite pretty much they feed off your soul and other people's souls and so you get like kind of a good look at those throughout this story there's a few people who have them Mm -hmm. who are like main pieces in the story do they get like possessed by them Well, so they, like, go in and they, like, suppress your soul and take over your body. So it's pretty much like they're trying to break your soul and take your body over. Yikes. And I don't know. They're just weird and creepy. So you get to see, like, a lot of those. And then you have Rowan, which is a fae. And island is part fey and they are 
together in a sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it's like a slow burn thing of like, I can't tell him how much I need him and want him. And he's stubborn and is like, I can't say that I missed her. And it, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, they're both thinking the exact same thing, but they're not acting. Well, exactly. And that's how I feel currently with Iron Flame. I'm like, just get it in there. Let's go. (laughs) Do it already. You can do it. Literally. (laughs) I'm also excited. So there's like a couple brief moments between Manon, the witch, and Dorian, who is like the prince of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And just like them chatting. And I'm excited to see like where that goes. But once again, social media kind of ruins it for you because they're like, uh, after I finish the Throne of Glass series and it's like somebody crying or something. Uh, I'm like, man, am I going to hate this ending? I'll just read a happy book after I finish it. Right. I got to rotate because I get too like invested, especially sometimes with like the thrillers. Or, like, crime ones, I get, like, so into it, and I'm, like, full-fledged, like, let's go. And then it bums me out at the end. Like, if more people die. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm, like, let's read 12 (laughs) rom-coms. Yeah, and I will feel better. And then I'm still crying somehow. (laughs) Reading a rom-com, I'm, like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. (laughs) They're so in love. The last book I read is The Graham Effect by L. Kennedy. And so next episode, we're going to talk about the Avalon Bay series, which we both enjoyed greatly. Yes. And this is her off, no, we just Campus Diaries um, series. And this is a first book in that. She does have the off campus series as well which is based around hockey players as well so this is a hockey contemporary romance it follows Gigi who is a world famous hockey player's child and she gets involved with bad boy Luke Ryder and why are bad boys always or not always but most of the time why is their name usually Luke I don't know we need answers But if you read this book, you'll learn that he hates that name. Okay. He likes to go by Ryder. And you'll learn why if you read the book. I'm I'm sure. Disclose that one. But he likes a writer. (laughs) That's not why. That's not (laughs) it. I didn't think about that, but that's definitely not it. (laughs) Just where my mind went. (laughs) No, it's not dirty, I promise. Um, this book is spicy, though, however. There are many good spicy moments, but that's not it. Good to know. Adding yes. it to my list. Yes. I was like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then there's also her friends are kind of present and his friends. And then her ex-boyfriend, um, Case Colson, who has, like, a hard time, like, taking no for an answer. Like, they broke up and he kind of has a hard time. Uh, accepting that. Mm-hmm. There's drama, there's hockey, and there's spice. So, I mean, it's a good mix. I would 
probably say it's not as spicy as uh, so flocked, but it's it's good. So there's like a couple of moments. There's like a minute moment in there that's like a one tree hill moment. Did you ever watch that show? Just like an episode here or there, but I didn't watch like the full series. No. So I've tried to watch it a few times through, and I always like start in season one and make it through season one and then like quit. But there's a moment in there that's similar to an episode of One Tree Hill when the coach kicks uh, the two main boys off the bus Mm -hmm. and like leaves them and is like, y'all can walk home after a basketball game. So this is similar. He, the coach like kicks him off and he's like, the bus will be back to get you in the morning. You will all survive the night. And they're just like in the middle of nowhere. Oh, dang. Toodles. So. And it's because they're not, two of the boys are not getting along. And that's the same thing, uh, the coach oh, one. Oh, yeah. The two main boys weren't getting along. Um, and so he, like, kicked them off. And so now the second in this series is called The Dixon Roll. And it follows uh, Luke's friend and one of Gigi's friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I don't know. I looked. It's you can pre-order it now. It's five ninety nine for the Kindle version. So I'm gonna pre-order it. I don't know when it releases, but I'm excited about it. But yeah, so those are what I have read, and like I said, I'm currently in Iron Flame and hoping to hit check and mate next. Join us on our next episode as we discuss the Avalon Bay series by L. Kennedy. And as always, you can send us your book recommendations and thoughts to two bookish besties podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you haven't followed us on our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channels, it's two bookish besties podcast on all of those platforms. Thank you so much for joining us. Toodle!